This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Is This Good, the show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me as always is passionate powerhouse Jason Doyle. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) Hi JD, thanks for coming. And in honor of Valentine's Day, we have two very special guests here to answer all your love life questions and sick half-baked sexual thoughts you for some reason felt comfortable sending into me. One you already know is the pickleball-playing, badass, bus-driving mother of two who produces The Great Beyond, and the other is a small-town farm girl who loves Dunkin' Donuts, designing video game avatars to look exactly like her, and producing podcasts. Luckily for our relationship, this podcast is not one of them. That's right, it's the V-Day Wags episode you've all been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rachel and Jill. Welcome to Is This Good? Yay! It's an honor. Thanks for having me. Right? It is an honor. Thank you for being here. Rachel, obviously, you're old hat at this. You're on the mic every week uh, in the great beyond. So this is this is nothing for you. I am concerned that yesterday Jill asked me, uh, what should I be like on the podcast? I, I said, <laughs> I, 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 what, yourself? What kind, of energy, what kind of energy am I bringing? And I decided on wacky. So. Oh, okay, great. I can't wait. Of course, I love that. I said, great. That's exactly what I wanted. Um, also, very excited to be uh, in front of the paywall. It's only the key hounds who have been able to That's right. <laughs> engage with me. So... He's bringing me out of my cage, so... Well, hold on to that key. Hold on to that key. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have you ever met Rachel before, Jill? Yes, we were just talking that we played pickleball. Hello, play pickleball oh, together. Oh, yeah, She's yeah, the first yeah, person yeah, yeah. I played pickleball with ever in my life. Okay, okay. And I will say that I only just learned the rules of pickleball, <laughs> like, maybe in December when Matt taught them to me again. <laughs> You were great. It's a work in progress. And she loves it. Uh, And she can't wait to play again. Uh, Maybe we'll start here, because we did get a lot of questions sent in. Some from the P-Hounds, some from others. uh, Some romance, love lifestyle questions. Uh, But one question was sent in by Young Pep Dash. And it says, Matt and Jill, ignore this if you've told the story before, but how did you meet? So Mm. I know that we've not told this story before on the podcast, but as a good host, before we start talking about ourselves, uh, I wanted to know, Rachel and JD, is there anything else in the how did you guys meet story that you want to tell us? Because we've talked about on the show before. I can speed walk through like the, the basic parts that I know that you were both working together at a... Uh, fast casual restaurant. Mm-hmm. No, I would say it's above ca- fast casual. Mm. 
and uh, you would often go out and, and get drunk um, amongst the staff. Sure. And one night, you drove Rachel home when she was drunk. That got her thinking, wow, this JD is a nice guy. <laughs> and then I forget what happened from there. Rachel, did you ask JD up? Uh, I don't think that's quite how it went. We were just, you know, going to the same places with the same people and you just make out. You yeah, know? it was just, just that's the 90s, man. <laughs> nothing like scheduled or planned or... <laughs> Uh, okay, I like how you make the 90s sound like the summer of love or something. But uh, Okay, so if that's what you just did, if everyone was making out with everyone, how did you decide to stick with each other? Well, we saw eye to eye on uh, a number of things, uh, I guess. Gun rights, abortion, yeah, hot all, button issues. All those things. Um, well, I mean, I know people were asking about flirting, and I think part of what kept me interested was that he made fun of my shit. Like he mm. relentlessly made fun of my obsession with Jim Morrison. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I like that. You're not letting me get away with this shit. It's like a low hanging fruit, Matt, low hanging fruit. Yeah. That's why, uh, in her sexual fantasies, JD's always naked walking through a desert. <laughs> wow. I did not know you were a, a doors girly as, as they definitely did not say in the nineties. <laughs> I guess I've moved on. <laughs> so all the other guys were just trying too hard to be nice to you. Yes. Uh, to, to get you to sleep with them. And JD did the radical move of being sort of mean to you, negging, if you will, being on the vanguard of negging. He was a, he and roasted me. And he I roasted loved you and that, it. And, that, and you it. loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, JD, well, then what, what attracted you to Rachel? Uh, well, she was super hot, A. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she still yes. is, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> He was asking in the past tense, so I said then. You know, it's fine. Do you know what your brother once said? I can't remember who was in the room. He's like, you know, you should have seen Rachel when she was 20. She was so hot. (laughs) So there you go. Yeah, well, you were. And, uh, you know, you had a good (laughs) sense of humor. You had a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we got along. We we laughed a lot. We watched our first movie together, like, uh, was uh, one of the first was Tommy Boy, and we... You know, we laughed at all this exactly the same parts, and it was great. Like, just same sense of humor. And, uh, you know, we would uh, have interesting conversations. So we you you could call it nagging, but you could also say, I disagreed with her on the subject of the doors, for example. So, mm-hmm. and she was very much not used to hearing me, people say... Well, boys saying that to me with this ass, you know? Oh, Don't she was too... She was too hot for anyone to challenge her. That's right. That's right. I mean, we're talking about a woman that, had she stayed in her small town, would have been unanimously oh. voted scallop queen. Yes. 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 <laughs> the queen of Digby. Such a... Queen, queen of mm. Digby, Nova Scotia. That's how hot she was, okay? Are you, you know, not understanding this, was. people? Google. It's fine. I go back. I still turn a few fishermen's heads. I'll just oh, tell you. Say, she's still scallop queen of Digby. Absolutely. <laughs> she goes back and there's no competition. Yeah. Uh, mm. Probably because uh, the birth rate has dropped off there. So not, <laughs> it has, uh, it's, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Now that we've fished out the whole sea, there's not much left the there. Uh, we're down to our last scallop. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Jill, that brings uh, us to us. Uh, how did we meet? 
Uh, we were set up on a blind date by uh-huh. a mutual friend. Shout out to Liz. Um, I'll say it was it was 100% blind on my side. I did not know. She she DM'd me and said, hey, um, I have a friend who, you know, is interested in meeting you because he saw my hot ass on my Instagram. <laughs> yes. I was being a real thought at the time. So <laughs> there was a lot to see. And I think that she was like scrolling through her Instagram or whatever. And Matt was like, who that? Why haven't you? Why haven't you introduced me to her? And so she DM'd me, and it was so funny because I had already made up my mind that I was leaving Atlanta. I already told my my roommate that I'm go- I'm like I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna extend our lease after a year. This was like three months living with her. I'm like I'm moving to Los Angeles. Whatever. I'm like, you know, fuck Atlanta. I hate all the men here. Like I'm done. Um, and then I remember exactly where I was when I got the DM from Liz. I was in traffic, like in little five points. Um, <laughs> no, I'd say now that we're together, I'd say maybe don't look at your phone while you're driving. <laughs> but you know, that just I didn't know that at the time, okay? <laughs> if I knew that's what she was doing, it maybe. Was a stop what I said. <laughs> um, and yeah, she sent me that uh, message if I want to go on a blind date. And I was like, mm, I've never done that before. Sure, yeah. whatever, why not? And. Um, yeah, and then uh, I think you got my number and we were chatting. We were texting and then set a date not much later than that. Mm-hmm. So you were you were in um, a hoe phase at the time? Well, why, why was your butt all over your Instagram? Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things I feel like that. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> so many of women say where I'm like, I- I'm reclaiming my body and I'm sexualizing myself. Like if, if I'm going to be sexualized, then at least I will take control of the narrative and do it on my own timeline mm-hmm. in my own way that I want to be represented. But I was just horny. Nothing wrong with that. Jeff. I exploit myself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you, so Matt um, was sort of a bridge that you were willing to burn because uh, you were leaving anyways, right? Like you were basically yeah. setting the town on fire. And Matt was just part of that, right? Like, yeah, you I was didn't like, care. whatever, fuck it. I, yeah. I didn't care. I was like, oh, I've just never been on a blind date before. That's an interesting idea. Um, so, yeah, I was like, all right, fuck it, you know, which is honestly, I mean, not to jump ahead of ourselves into like the love portion of the thing, but lower your stakes, people, you know, yeah. like just do something fun. So, yeah. yeah. You never know where it might lead. Look how cute we are now. You yeah. are so cute. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so what was the what was your first impression of uh, Matthew Austin when when you uh, like describe the scene you were you went for a drink or you went for coffee or whatever and was he already there? Did you? Uh, uh, first of all, she was she was late. She was late. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you, Matt's home move that I didn't realize until afterwards is that he, the date, the place that he picked for our first date was the bar underneath his apartment. Building. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and I knew that because. I saw his apartment after the day. <laughs> wow. So I, obviously my first impressions were that he was super hot, super cute, super charming and funny. I was, um, I was um, very standoffish mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, very much like proved to me that this is going to be a good time or whatever. And, um, but I was also shy and nervous. So that's kind of just my default attitude. Right. Right. Um, she walked in late. She was uh, in her car eating uh, gas station sushi, and yeah. <laughs> and she walked in, and we had to do this the awkward thing where uh, it was a, a cocktail bar. I shoot, I forget that. I remember exactly where it was because yeah. um, it was in my apartment. Uh, 
not Little Trouble, the other one, Spirit. Yeah, maybe it's called Spirit. But anyways, it was just like, like a cocktail bar. Okay. So if there's any sort of line, it's going to take you a while to get your drink because they're putting in 15 ingredients and shaking and pouring and adding garnish and all this shit. So I was, I was, we, we went to sit down and I said, okay, I'll go get us drinks. What do you want? She picked something off the menu. And then I go up and I'm standing kind of basically three feet away from where Jill is sitting, but I'm, my back is to her at the bar and I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm kind of doing that awkward thing where I'm like trying to keep my eye on the bartender, but also keep turning back to ask her stuff because she's three feet away from me and trying to have a conversation and do both. And sometimes my, my move was I'd get there early and I'd already have a drink just because that's the most awkward part of the date when you're kind of trying to figure out like when you're trying to wait for it to start. Question. Uh, have you done Sorry? this? Did you take other people to this bar before, Jill? Good question, Rachel. Have you taken other people? Because <laughs> you said my move was. <laughs> well, that, that's just a, a general move. Oh, okay. I probably definitely had gone on dates at this bar before. Oh, okay. And some of the other bars that were also right near my right. apartment. Uh, but you didn't live that far from me. No, so... I didn't. I lived like a mile away. Yeah. Uh, okay. Great. Uh, okay. So this sounds like a happy story, right? So what happened next? It's an incredible happy story. Uh, oh, then why later. did why a mere six months later did we break oh, up for yeah, two years? Then? <laughs> well, that, that, they just asked about how we met, and then we dated for six months and uh, loved it. <laughs> but we did love it, to be honest. And then, um, yeah, we just needed to do a lot of growing separately. Mm-hmm. But... Wait, well, so can I just say, so on our second or third date, I also knew that I was moving to Los Angeles. Uh, So I think this was March or April of 2019. And I was walking to the date and I was like, you know, this is really mean of me because I didn't, I had no idea that Jill was moving. And I said, it's rude to go in and then in a few months from now, be like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. Which is a move I, I might have done. I might have not said anything and pretended it was a last minute thing so I could get out of it if I wanted to yeah, pull the shoot. Sure. But I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to do this the correct way. So I walked in. I said, hey, just so you know, I am moving to L.A. in a few months. So if you don't want to start anything, I think that's totally fine. I won't be offended. And then she said, are you saying you're moving to L.A. because you know I'm moving to L.A.? And I said, <laughs> what? You're moving to L.A.? She's like, yeah, I'm moving to L.A. in August. And I was like. I'm moving to LA in August. And suddenly wow. this this ace up my sleeve that I had if, you know, we started hooking up and then I was like, well, you know, we're just hooking up and that's nice, but I got to get out of here scot-free. I pull the moving to LA card out. What can she do? What can she do? If she says then she's moving to LA, I'm like, you're a psycho. And um, I was like, you're moving to LA? She's like, yeah, I've already told my roommate I'm moving. I'm moving in with a friend there. So I already, she was, there was never a question that we were going to live together in LA, but Mm. it certainly wasn't a reason that we, a reason to break up. So what happened was we dated, ended up driving across the country together, which was super fun. And we got to LA. I found a place to live. She found a place to live. We were on opposite sides of town. And the stress and anxiety of moving to a new place, not really knowing what you're doing, and uh, as Jill said, needing to do some growing. Mm-hmm. We broke up on my birthday. Oh, thanks, thanks. You broke up with me. Oh, first right, of all. right, 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 yeah, yeah. right. Good thing you're here. I was like blindsided, Aww. even though it was a good thing to do. It was the hard thing to do, but the right thing to do. Right. So a lot of props to Matt. Okay, yeah, <laughs> props to Matt for bringing. <laughs> <laughs> on his birthday. But I had already What do you want him. for what do you want for your birthday? 
Um, Freedom. For you to sort of walk, yeah. walk, walk away, away slowly and not turn back? Fill your pockets with rocks and then just throw into the ocean. She's like, why do you keep reading me Macbeth? Um, anyway, so we break up. And oh wait, can I say? Like, yeah, sure. Oh, so I had got, I had already been planning. Like, so we had done this like amazing cross country road trip, and uh, so for his birthday, I had created like an album of all of these photos I had taken for our birthday. And so when he was breaking up with me, I had brought the gift over to his apartment with me, not oh knowing he was going to break up with me the next day. And and he kept being like, I was like, but I have a gift for you, and he's like, I don't want it. Like, keep it, return it, whatever. I'm like, I can't return it. I made it. <laughs> And so then I give him this gift, and <laughs> it was just like devastating. Uh, I left. And that he, is terrible. Yeah, still has the book though. Very sweet. Yeah, I still have the book. And then when she left, I opened the book, and it's all these like pictures of us. And I was just like, <laughs> well, I guess this birthday's ruined. Just kidding. Went out, had a great time. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> did not have a great time. Anyways. I wanted to be a good breaker-upper. I've been a very bad breaker-upper in the past, a.k.a. someone who, like, is wishy-washy, half in, half out, or, you know, we continue to hook up even though we're broken up. I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to give her any mixed messages. We're going to break up. I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to text her. And that's it. And, uh, you know, she did try to reach out to me a few times. (laughs) And I said, uh, no. And then... The pandemic happened, and we just kind of lost track of each other. We really didn't talk for for like two years. Oh, Jesus, this is gonna be the whole fucking show. Maybe you should <laughs> well, it's speed a two it up. Hour episode. JD and Rachel talk for like two minutes, like a respectful couple. You're taking this yeah. moment in the spotlight. You're saying, <laughs> no. The story All must right. be told. The story the must story be told. Must <laughs> the story told. must be told. Mm. Oh God. Okay. So then, two years pass. I'm thinking about you uh, a lot. Because it's the pandemic, we're doing, we're all doing a lot of thinking, and I'm thinking, what, what, why did I break up with her? <laughs> Forget. <laughs> Over analytical Matt, that's what happened. <laughs> Shut up, Rachel. It's not your turn. <laughs> Truth. <hurts. laughs> so uh, I start thinking about really all the good things about Jill, and I'm having trouble being like, okay, like why didn't it work? So I'm thinking about her. I'm talking to some friends, polling the people as we do on their show sometimes. Saying, you think I should reach out to Jill? They say, I thought you were trying to be a good breaker upper this time. We didn't. Now say you're that. gonna go back and terrorize this woman. You don't know what she's doing. She probably just moved on. She's probably finally happy. You're gonna go try to drag her down to your level and then mess things up. And I said, yeah, you're right. That is what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do anything. More months pass. Thinking about her more. Well, go ahead. Yes. Who said that to you? It wasn't us. No, it was not you. Okay. It wasn't you. You, if I had to t- called you, you would have said, "You could be your dick could be wet in thirty yeah. minutes if you call her." Box of condoms, get there now. <laughs> well, we we will get to to your role in this. So, uh, I decide not to. Finally, we taught we. I ended up calling her. Uh, and find out that she has a boyfriend. She's not living in Los Angeles anymore. She's living back in Atlanta. Mm. And she said she was tired of Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I guess not I all of them. <laughs> and uh, so she's back in Atlanta. It's a lo- That part is such a got long story. We're not going to tell that. But basically, then I accepted my fate. But I went back to Atlanta month, like maybe a year later, a month later. How long after we spoke with Oh, her? it wasn't long. That was in November. And then you came, oh yeah, so actually maybe you came in January. It was just several months later. Yeah, okay, so it was a few months later, and I'm there, 
hemming and hawing, should I text her? I finally do. Uh, she says, oh, I'm not in town. I go, okay, well, there, it's settled. It wasn't meant to be. Uh, she said, my dad just died. I said, okay, this is what's turning out. This is very good timing. Uh, she says, I'm back home for the funeral, but I am coming back. If you want to grab coffee. That, then at this point is when JD and Rachel, I'm going out for brunch with you. You're saying, like, get back together with her. I'm saying, I don't think so. I, this could go wrong in a billion ways. You're like, just do it. I was like, no, that's terrible advice. I'm trying to be thoughtful. You're like, no, you're being an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, we end up getting back together. And uh, she moved back to L.A. And we've been together ever since. Yeah been in love ever since thanks you guys thanks thanks for advocating for me (laughs) absolutely they didn't even know you we haven't even met you we just knew your story people didn't know me either and they were telling him uh, no remember remember how she hurt you (laughs) (laughs) i didn't hear bad things i heard good stuff it's because the my friends know me and they don't they don't trust me Okay, well, now you know uh, Jill's credentials. You know why she's here. You know our relationship situation. You know JD and Rachel's. So now uh, let's try to help you. But first, uh, some very quick housekeeping. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash isthisgood. Jill Jill pays for the show. I think Rachel does. Do you still pay for the show, Rachel? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Why? I I don't Jason because I, I want to make sure that it works. <laughs> Basically, when I oh. post the show, I want to make sure it's there. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, so when you go to Patreon.com/slash Is This Good, you'll get ad-free episodes. You'll get access to our thriving community on Discord, and you'll get an exclusive episode every month. Of course, send me topics at Is This at gmail.com. I'm back at inbox zero as of today. Nice. Very excited about Congrats. that. So. Fill my box and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So the premise of the show is very simple, but today a bit different. We're going to answer some Valentine's Day questions. We're going to settle some relationship squabbles. And then we're going to play a game that has a 50% chance of devolving into a real fight. Uh, <laughs> it already has, Matt. It already has. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. Oh, no. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of calling this segment where people sent us uh, topics because at first it was just the uh, the pee hounds, mm-hmm. people on Patreon sending me questions. Mind your pee hound cues. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like cute. it. Clever. Yeah, but then other, other people sent me stuff. Right. So yeah. Well, it's just questions. I guess we got to start with this one. At Jared Wright, send in this question. Is Valentine's Day good? And I feel like I know the answer. So is, is anyone willing to say anything good about Valentine's Day? Maybe that's how I'll frame it. Or JD or Rachel, any memories of like this was a good Valentine's Day or this was a bad one in general? Anything? I mean, Valentine's Day to me is the New Year's of sex. You know what I mean? Like it's just... We, oh, we... that's funny you say. I was going to say it's the April Fool's Day of sex. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. A little bit of both, actually, I guess. Uh, yeah, Matt we... always pulls pranks with his penis on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> funny game. Uh, hey, Jill, what time is it? <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not a Timex. <laughs> Uh, we we worked in the service industry for way too long. You know, Valentine's Day was always like a super busy, just v- very contrived, very manufactured. It definitely felt, you know, it's you know. We're also Gen X, so it's very much like uh, this was made by the card companies to mm-hmm. sell more cards and blah, blah, blah. Fuck Valentine's Day. And then also I've been working in the NBA for 20 years. So literally every Valentine's Day I've been at All-Star Weekend. So we've never mm-hmm. 
I don't think we've ever exchanged Valentine's Day presents, have we, Rachel? I don't think so. I didn't. Well, am I going to tell this story right now? No. This feels too early. Oh, that's too Well, <laughs> too we did that. <laughs> the the one Valentine's present I ever gave you was uh, traveling on the subway naked under a a trench coat to come to your house. Yeah. But I wasn't on the subway, guys. No, but I, I was, was like, at home. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it right. It was like That's surprise. Good. She arrived at my door, but we're talking about an hour and a half journey for her. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like almost the entire north. In, she she came from the February. Very, in February, yeah. Virginia. It's freezing in Toronto. Yeah, so I'm like, after you know, the surprise of it, it was great. It was awesome. But then it was just like, wait a minute. Where did you change? Like, where did you get into this this outfit? And you're like, oh, I, 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 I got dressed at home. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it wasn't really dressed. It no, was you were you were basically um, nude. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. It was great, and I had like five roommates at the time too, so <laughs> it could have gone extremely bad. <laughs> Oh, you mean you said I'm knocking on the door, and when it swings open, I'm doing the I'm doing Flasher in the park. Ah, pretty much streaking all the way down the subway line. Pretty much, it worked out great. But you oh know. my gosh, that is good. <laughs> well, it sounds like to me the showing up at JD's house naked was a present for him, but it sounds like you being naked on the subway was a present for you. I guess so. It was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But yeah, okay, I've well, never. Uh, I I don't really have anything good to say, but I'm also. I know I'm not never going to shit on love. I'm never going to shit on people having a good time and, you know, enjoying each other's company. And what I don't like is the pressure to do stuff like, uh, you know, a lot of there's a lot of pressure among couples to be like, well, it's Valentine's Day. She didn't get me anything or he didn't get me anything. And uh, that part of it I don't love. But yeah. Okay, so at least you're aligned. Like, Rachel, you're saying, eh, I don't love it, but Rachel's not saying, ah, I wish he would do more. Uh, Why aren't you riding on the subway naked for me? <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> oh, Marta? Naked Marta. Yeah, a little Marta. Oh, God, it just breaks down from the <laughs> You would, yeah, if that trench coat opens you're arrested for sure yeah that's true <laughs> rachel looking like only fans carmen san diego uh jill what's your experience with valentine's day do you care for it um i mean i don't i, I don't know find me a person who does care for it really but I, I mean if i have something like i mean obviously it's better if you're in a relationship because then you can actually like participate i've been honestly single for like most of my life matt is my like kind of first and third boyfriend so um red flag wow (laughs) gotta meet the middle guy first and third boyfriend (laughs) gotta meet number two what's he like Um, so yeah, my experience with it is just like always being on the outskirts and being curmudgeon about it. But then even now when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, I mean, even like last year we were like, okay, agreed upon. We're not going to do anything. Our anniversary is in March and that's more important to us. But even like the week before the days before I was like, it's like that, you know, birthday thing. Like, don't get me any presents. And it's like, shit, do I get him a present? Do I get something? Should I just write a card? You know, but then, uh, you know, there's still all this pressure. The good thing I will say is that 
because Easter is close and Easter is the best candy holiday mm. and then Valentine's also is a candy holiday we are in kind of like the peak uh, or the prime of like candy I would say in the calendar year right. yeah, yeah. Have chocolates cho like a Reese's cup shaped like a heart which has I think in ratio more peanut butter to chocolate and that is my preference <laughs> and then we have the mini egg Cadbury mini eggs oh. going on oh. so I would say like that is a positive and I guess like, you know, pinks and reds is cute. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, mm -hmm. love is always good. You know, anytime someone wants to celebrate love or Galentine's Day, I guess we can also throw in Galentine's Day as like a no, good we, thing. We don't have to. We don't have to. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you can do that on Wednesday. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> perfectly, I mean today. No, not today, Wednesday. Yeah. Today's Monday. Uh, okay. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I guess we're we're aligned too because it's not it's not my favorite. I like you. I I spent a lot of time single or in relationships that didn't uh, warrant celebrating Valentine's Day, so or, or were like too new and young to be celebrating Valentine's Day. So I, I didn't love it, but I I did like it when I was a kid. Like when everyone would have those little you know pre-made cards, like two blank from sure. blank and mm -hmm. with the hearts or they'd be mm -hmm. like snoopy themed or something mm -hmm. like the classic like i choo choose you kind mm -hmm. of things uh and in that way it's good but i don't need the calendar telling me when to celebrate love because that's <laughs> uh so you say yeah because it's our anniversary and i don't celebrate that either thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right next question uh tired oxen asks Please share your top five most sensual foods to enjoy in a romantic setting. I want us to tackle this in a couple different ways. Do you, first of all, do you believe, Rachel, that there is such a thing as aphrodisiacs when it comes to food? I don't know. Uh, eating doesn't turn me on and makes me sleepy. <laughs> I mean, yep, I'm that's, just... <laughs> that's what I wrote, Rachel. The, aph the aphrodisiac is not eating. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, I've never been into that. I've, it's never crossed my mind. Let's eat in bed. Damn. Yeah, but is there a food that that turns you on? I mean, alcohol <laughs> makes me more dirty. Okay, okay. <laughs> so pour the booze. Yep. Uh, not a food. Not <laughs> not food. A, wine <laughs> is not a food, Rachel. Shit. Uh, okay, so let's say you were going to – J.D., let's say you were going to make a meal for Rachel – on Valentine's Day. Okay. With, with the idea of it being uh, a sexy affair. Anything that jumps to mind that you would make or order for her? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess I would just go for the the classics, like champagne and chocolate, like strawberries mm -hmm. and chocolate. All the cliches, you know? Throw some oysters in there. I don't know. Like, I would literally be at a loss. You I would I would Google sexy foods and I would just do the top five, whatever popped up. Be clear. He would never do that in a million years. <laughs> so this is all like fantasy. Yeah. I mean, Rachel likes to say, oh, I wish you were so more romantic. But if I was more romantic, you would not be as attracted to me. That's. I like gifts. Don't. don't. You like gifts. <laughs> sure. But if I hire a mar mariachi band, you know, and serenade you like no, no, one no, no, night, no, 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 the most erotic you're not of that. <laughs> most erotic of serenades. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Exactly. I do like the idea of you googling sexy foods because because that could go in the way of you like seeing a picture of an apple pie and being like, sure, you know? yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to masturbate a now with this apple pee. pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very sexy. Uh, pomegranate. Yeah. That is a sexy food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, what about you? Any any food? Sexy foods? Uh, any foods you want to fuck? Any foods I want to fuck? Uh, I mean, a banana and a bikini, but um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, food doesn't. Uh, honestly, the only thing I'm think that's coming to my mind is like a steak. Like, is a steak a sexy food? I mean, <laughs> like if you go out to dinner and it's like a moody dinner, and then yeah. you're having like you know red wine and you're sharing a steak. I mm-hmm. feel like sharing foods, you know, like shared plates or something. That's sexy because yeah. you're like you know both engaging and you know maybe your hands are touching or something or um you know feeding so each other you know feeding, yeah, yeah feeding each other yeah, yeah exactly yeah we'll try this oh you know try try my drink yeah you but want I, the waiter to come over on valentine's day this is a small plates restaurant everything you see is shareable <laughs> we start at the top from the smallest of the dishes <laughs> okay i'm gonna throw some tips your oh, way because okay. you still have a couple nights to figure out what you're doing on valentine's day i would say you know in general don't go out because the prices are all hiked mm-hmm. and it, like you said jd in terms of new year's it is amateur hour yeah. it's amateur hour for love just yes. like new year's is amateur hour for partying uh have sex before oh, yeah. and after oh Okay, sure. If you can after, but but before, and then you take the pressure off, and then you can kind of have you can, the range of foods you can eat gets much larger. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. But I'll say sushi is the number one because it's light. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say sushi. And just too. just those delicate cuts across a tuna belly. <laughs> you know. Sexy food. Uh, caviar, oysters, a flaky white fish. Uh, maybe a, a beef tartare raw we're talking raw you know okay, raw yeah, yeah. it feels yeah. sexual you're raw dogging it raw dogging yeah. it yeah bone marrow <laughs> just suck just it out of that suck little it right out. Yeah, yeah, half yeah. bone tube and uh, and then uh, yeah alcohol I, I thought alcohol. I thought Jill was backing away from you just then because you were really uh, getting I'm it like, uh, getting colder <laughs> you would love a, a bone marrow no, I do love bone marrow. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. love bone marrow. Okay, next question. A little Jack Horner says, are long-distance relationships good? Can they work? Tips slash tricks not to cry in one. And similarly, Andrew Richardson asked, long-distance Zoom dates, are they good, and how would you elevate them? So well, let's start with long-distance relationships. Uh, can I just get a hand if you've been in a long-distance relationship? I have. Okay, so JD, you're raising your hand. I yeah. raised my hand, too, for those not listening, though you should definitely watch as well. Go to youtube.com <laughs> slash is this good. Uh, how did yours work out, JD? Not good. Not <laughs> yeah. good. Mm-hmm. She lived same. in Australia and I lived in Toronto. So Oh, that's a tough time yeah. difference. Different. Uh, and before Zoom, before uh, before the internet, really, before, yeah. So le- very, very high phone bills. And uh, yeah, it just, it ended because, you know, Different hemispheres. Not good. Uh, so you broke up on the phone, I assume? Yeah, I mean, it just sort of, like, fizzled out, really. I mean, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, so do you have any tips then? I guess not, because you're a failure. Yeah, I'm a total failure when it comes to that. Um, you can ask the guy that got divorced about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's a whole new age, though. I mean, people uh, can have an entire, mm, Okay. you know... Uh, long distance thing. I mean, God, we're addicted to that show, Ninety Day Fiance. That's all long distance. Yeah. Well, no. Isn't the whole point that they come? Yeah. Here. Yeah. 
It is. Yeah. But it all starts, it starts long distance because right. it's the internet. It's a new age. It is a new age. Okay. I yeah. mean, the internet makes it easier, it but does. by no means does it make it easy, I would say. Right. And so I'll, I'm going to highlight two uh, problems, two potential problems. Like in, in relationships and especially long distance relationships, you will hear people say, communicate, communicate, communicate. You got to communicate. I say there can be too much communication because it's annoying to both try to live your life and be present and then mm-hmm. constantly be texting or FaceTiming or phone calling. Um, and so it's counterintuitive, but I think giving each other space to be happy in your own lives, mm-hmm. because obviously you're sad you're not together. But if you add up the sad of not being together with the sad of being kind of like neither here nor there in your own life, in your own geographical location, you're going to be double sad. Mm-hmm. So I actually say be happy in your, as possible in your personal life where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else would I say? Yes, another thing to be aware of is being too nice to each other when you see each other because it might be rare that you see each other so when you finally do you might be like this thing's been nagging at me but i don't want to bring it up because i don't want to spend the four days that we're together of the whole month fighting but it's important to fight it's important to know how you fight to understand if this is actually going to be a viable long-term relationship uh and have a plan on when you're going to meet up permanently otherwise what the fuck are you doing (laughs) exactly good advice it's good advice. It's great. Advice. Good advice. Okay, what now, happened? Uh, <laughs> what happened to me? Well, I mean, the, the other... like you got it all figured out. <laughs> well, what happened was I think I was too young, and I was it, the the main one I was in was uh, first year of college, the year I met JD, and I think I was too young and too insecure, and like when I would hear about her, she'd be like kind of doing the advice that I'm giving right now, being like, oh, I went here and I met this person I time and blah, blah. And then Derek said, and I'm like, (laughs) back that truck up. Derek? Derek? Uh, Yeah, he's the guy in my uh, class. Interesting. (laughs) A man in your class at university? (laughs) One of 6,000 people in your major? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it didn't. And I don't envy a- anyone in it. And I, look, we just went through the pandemic, a time when we were all communicating via text, call, and Zoom. W- did anyone feel like it was a, a, a good replacement for that? Hmm. No. It, it got us by, but it certainly didn't uh, amplify anything. So, yeah, it, it's 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 tough. Internet makes it easier, but it's not easy. All right, Graphic Mark <laughs> asks... What are the best and worst love languages? And so just to start, I would say Mark is asking the wrong question because it's not about best and worst. It's about respecting what works for your partner right. because that's the way they experience love. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's gift giving. Okay. <laughs> we can all agree. We can all agree yeah. that's the Red worst Red flag one. if that is their number one. Okay, yeah. well, why do you say that? I know you're joking, but why do you say that? Because it seems like it is superficial, I guess. It seems like... there has to be kind of a even monetary expectation, I guess, that the other person can provide just gifts or even, you know, that I I guess I don't connect to like what about gift giving would feed someone's like emotions to or connection with another person. Like if someone is just giving me like flowers or, uh, you know, oh, this jacket I really like or, you know, surprising me with a cake. I mean... You know, I guess what's behind that is the thoughtfulness, but if 
if a person is identifying, no, it's the thing that I want. It's not, I don't care about the thoughtfulness. I just want the thing. Right. That feels shallow. Could it? Sure, but I think for most people, it is the thoughtfulness. Could it be, yeah. could it be born mean, out of you, poverty, though? Like, if somebody never had anything growing up, like, this is the ultimate, like, wow, I feel really great now. My life has turned around. You're bringing me what I never had. Yeah, like provided for. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I, I can see that. But, I guess the people uh, I know who, who have gift giving as their like primary love language um, maybe are a bit shallow. So oh, <laughs> It's not out of deprivation. They're just shallow. Okay. <laughs> they just want things. Okay. All right, Rachel. Rachel, what's the best one? Oh, I mean, again, it's what I like, not what's Which is? best. Which uh, is? Uh, well, again, I forget what the what categories are. Do you know, Kelly, Words of affirmation, yes, that, acts of service. That, what? words of affirmation. Okay, you're wrong. That's the second best. <laughs> I think the best one is mine. acts of service because it's the hardest. Yes, but it's what I desire. It's my love language. <laughs> it's what I like. Words of affirmation. Okay. You don't have to do things for me, but if you appreciate me and give me the lovey words that I like, it makes me very happy. Words of affirmation such as, you used to be very hot. <laughs> you should have seen Rachel when she was 20. <laughs> My hey, God. Hey, I did not say that. that. That was not something that I said. Okay, picture Rachel 20. No, close your eyes. I don't want you to be distracted by what she currently looks like, okay? I want you to picture a whole new person. Okay, geez, we, we have a lot more questions, but I, we got to move on because I, I want to make sure that we get to some other stuff in the show. So uh, let's move on to the next segment where it's time for the game show Ooh. that pits newly married couples against each other with a series of revealing questions to determine how well the spouses know or do not know each other. It's the newlywed game. Wow. Tonight, we have one couple that's not newly married and one couple that's not married at all. Also, based on the reaction of two people on this show, not naming names, Jill and Rachel, this is apparently the most complicated game of all time. I get you. I see you, Jill. I see you. I just you. kept being like, wait, so when I'm supposed to answer a question, is that my answer or I am answering for... I'm not even joking. I, I've asked him this five times. I've walked through every question. Be like, Same oh, over here, here, Jill. I, I see you. Same over here. I see you, girl. I think I get it. And then I wake up and I'm like... What am I supposed to do here? Okay, well, now I'm nervous, uh, now that everyone admitted that they don't know how to play this game. Okay, well, basically, I don't even know if I should explain it. Or we should Please. just go into Everybody it. Knows just the do it. Just everyone do it. Everyone knows the newlywed game. Just do it. You basically ask a question, someone writes down an answer, and then you try to see if your answers match. It's, it's really it's subjective trivia. Right. But for newly, I don't know why newlywed game. Why newlywed couples? Like, would it be less interesting if it was a couple that had been married for forty years? They I think it's testing their knowledge of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're they're now they're they're married. They should know each other a little bit more than it, when they were just dating. Yeah. And a lot of the if you if you ever watch that show, a lot of it's about sex. It's all innuendo and sex. You like, mean making whoopee? Making <laughs> making whoopee. Whoopee. <laughs> a, a, a phrase that originated because whoopee was something that people said during sex. Yeah, yeah. Whoopee. Whoopee. <laughs> whoopee. Yeah, that was a cracking orgasm there, sir. Whoopee. All right. Uh, okay, so let's do the first question and everyone will see how it works. Okay. So this one is for me and JD to ask Jill and Rachel. So here's the question. 
If your partner, so if Rachel or Jill had to choose an actor to play themselves in a movie, who would they choose? So, J.D., you go first. So, Rachel has her answer already written down. You have not seen it. Right. And by the honor method, I have not seen Jill's answers either. So, J.D., who do you think Rachel wants to play her in a movie? Oh, this is so tricky because (laughs) Rachel is very vocal about the actors that she likes. Okay. Like... Matthew McConaughey, for example, won't shut up about Matthew McConaughey. We're watching <laughs> True Detective season one and ev- like three times an episode. Loves Matthew McConaughey. Dry humping the couch. You know, it's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rooting around in the closet saying, I know that trench coat's in here somewhere. <laughs> Thank God I got her those period panties. I'll just say that. <laughs> Does the subway go from Atlanta to Austin, Texas? <laughs> But for for actresses that she admires, I'm not I'm not well versed here. So who do I think now we sort of had a little chat and she was like, Hey, don't spare my feelings. <laughs> Just say who you think. And then that changed when she sort of reread the question. Reread the question. And then she was like, Oh, this is who I want. Oh, okay. Not who looks like Yeah, me. not who looks like you, but who I now that opens it up to I don't know, like, it could be fucking anyone from Anne Hathaway to Meryl Streep, for all I know. Uh, but, but, but go, go ahead, what? I mean, there has to be some sort of resemblance. Yeah, okay. Well, I have an answer. It's not Dave. Okay. Okay. The answer is Reese Witherspoon. Oh. Because, you know, she's super hot, A. She's super bright, B. She's kind of lives in the South, but not that you're, you're from the South. But she, is, she can play slightly trashy. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Wow. Happy Valentine's Day to you, motherfucker. Amazing. Okay. Uh Rachel, turn that card around. What is your answer? I think it's divorce papers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can't see. Read it out. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, goddamn. I was so close. I was so close. It was that. That's a good one. Okay, no yeah. points are awarded. Okay. Reese is hotter. No, Reese are, is hotter. There are points deducted. Okay, well. Um, <laughs> but that's it. a good one, Rachel. I can see that because Jennifer Aniston is funny but has depth and can also play trashy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Well, that's, I lived in a small town for a large part of my life. Oh, I'm there with you. <laughs> it's very interesting you should say that, JD, and it's making me question my answer because. <clears throat> Since I met Jill, the person that I think she looks the most like is Zoe Deschanel. Okay. Now, 90% of that is the bangs. Right. So I think she thinks I would say Zoe Deschanel, but I have recently found out from uh, a friend of mine that apparently Jill's doppelganger is actually Reese Witherspoon. Do you see it? Yes. I'm not sure I see it. I, I do. Can see it. I mean, I, I see it because she's trashy, but. <laughs> oh my God. We need to talk, Jill. We need to talk. <laughs> Now, now, my other, like, if I'm not going specifically by exactly looks, I was thinking Emma Watson because Jill's a big uh, Harry Potter, Potterhead, Hermione yep. Granger lady. Uh, she sure. has a cat named Hermione. I mean, we have a cat named Hermione. Um, so I'm going to stick with my gut, and I'm I'm also going to say Reese Witherspoon. Wow. Wow. Look. Hey. Oh, come on. Oh, Witherspoon. That's 
good. It's a fucking morning show over here. <laughs> We're all Reese Witherspoon. I'll say my second was going to be Kristen Stewart, to be honest, oh. because yeah. I do love her. Like, I mean, I have had a crush on her since I was like, I don't know, 16 years old. But and she's has like the moodiness going on, but she's not a good actor. And right. so then I didn't want I didn't want my movie to suck. And so I went with Reese. Okay, let's let's move on here to the next question. This one's for the ladies. Okay, so hold on. You guys are winning then right now. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we're winning. We got one point. <sighs> yeah. All right. Okay. Rachel all right. and Jill. Uh, what is one thing your partner has that you'd love to get rid of? So one thing of mine or JD's that you would love to get rid of. Uh, Rachel, what is that one thing you want to get rid of? That one thing is all of his headbands. <laughs> all of his headbands because after he, after he works out, he wrings them out in front of me and it pours out the sweat. And after he wrings them out, and whether it's dripping on the ground because we've played pickleball or in the sink because he's worked out, which anyway is gross enough. He throws them at me and I oh. get hit with them. So okay. um, so I guess I'm lucky that he does wring them out before he throws them at me. But that's it. The headbands. Well, what's going to catch all my sweat? I don't care, but you can't throw something at me that is filled with your disgusting sweat. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't uh, say okay, that. JD, what's your answer? You I said 20 to 30 pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 25 to 30 pounds. Anyway. Hey, he gave himself a range. Uh, okay, so no points awarded. No points. Uh, Rachel. Do you agree with his answer, Rachel? Uh, do I agree that it needs to happen? Yeah, we both need to lose 20 to 30 pounds. <laughs> okay. All right, Jill, what's uh, what's something of mine that you would love to get rid of? Um, yeah, this one was really hard because we don't have many things. Um, so I bet, I mean, this was the question that was stressing me out the most because I'm like, oh, we don't have any things. I was going like, you know, abstract. And I was going to say IBS because <laughs> we both, we have one bathroom and we both have tummy troubles. Oh, um, no. And it haunts me the day that we both have tummy troubles at the same time. But I, I, I thought of something and I don't know. He said that he had one before we were chatting, but my answer would be hiking poles. Okay, okay. When I fight off a fucking bear with those poles, you'll be sorry. Because every time we go hiking, and he's always like, "Take your poles." First of all, they're so dorky, so I don't want to do them. And then also, I don't know how to use them, so I'm just like, they're just like hanging off my limp wrist, like I'm a 13 year old (laughs) playing tennis or something. Like I'm just like, don't, I don't know how to use them. And then he always makes fun of me that they're, why your poles are just dragging behind you? You're not even using them right. I'm like, I didn't want them in the first place. I thought you had to be 70 to use those. (laughs) Thank you. But then I will say that when I don't use them and we're climbing, my back hurts. He's like, huh. That's what the polls were for. I'm like, okay, well. Wow. Wow. So not only do they make me feel bad about myself, but they're annoying yeah. and dorky. Okay, okay. You know what else is dorky? Uh, a life jacket when you're in a boat, okay? But it saves your life. All right. What, Jill, uh, would it be better if he had, if it was to fight off animals, as he claims, like yeah. a Gandalf walking stick? Would that, is that more acceptable Would than that, the, the um, poles? 
I mean, honestly, that would be cool, but I don't know. I, I mean, because I still don't know how to use hiking poles, I'm like, is that as efficient? Yeah, like, is nah. that? <laughs> I don't think so. But I, I mean, yeah, I definitely don't learn how to use the them. Day, definitely yeah. don't learn how to make it easier on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, we have also no points award. My answer was jeans and most slash all of my other pants. Oh, okay. Yeah, honestly, I was going to say. Then why didn't you? I was going to say. Then why didn't you? Because I didn't want to make you feel bad about your. That's what the Instagram. point of this show is. I'm about to make you feel bad on the next question. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> I know. Honestly, this the next question was harder in a different way because I was too <laughs> Well, let's get to that next question. This one's for the fellas. Uh, Matt and JD, what is your biggest pet peeve about your partner? Uh, JD, what's your biggest pet peeve about Rachel? Uh, she's a hoarder. It's plain and simple. She will throw nothing out at all. Uh, we broke a, I broke the handle off of a uh, ceramic bowl thing that we had. I, I put it aside because I knew if she saw it in the trash, she would freak out and go, why is this in the trash? She left. She, uh, she said, what happened to this thing? So I had to, it, it broke. You, we should throw it out. And she said, yeah, we should throw it out next day. It's on the shelf. She will not throw anything out. Uh, I threw that out. Yeah, only after I made you go to Costco and buy it. But how many Tupperware containers did you buy? Like 45? <sighs> oh, honestly, can we have some? We were yeah, just yeah. literally at Target on Sunday shopping for Tupperware. Yeah. Can't believe I said that. Edit that out. <laughs> Rachel, what is your answer? <laughs> Um, I want you to know that I screwed this up. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay, so can you... But... Oh, no, you can't because you've heard his answer. Be, but I, answer. if I had thought it was that, I would have definitely said hoarding and This clutter. is the hardest game of all time. This is the hardest game <laughs> I of all time. How did you interpret it? How did you interpret that it? That she was going to write down... I wrote my biggest pet peeve. Oh, Wait, what's great. the next question? I okay, so JD, can you... If JD can guess it, you'll I'll give you the point. Oh, okay, well... <sighs> Oh, oh, what's, well, it's going to be the next question. My right. answer oh. will be the next question. Oh, okay, okay fine, fine. You don't that. get any points. Okay, no point. Rachel, we are getting our asses handed to us over here. <laughs> oh, this okay. game, how do we play so many times? We've been together okay, for one. 30 years. Yeah, We're only is... up by one. We're only up by one. <laughs> it's going to be over soon, though, I think. Game of inches, Matt. It's a game of inches. Okay. Holy um, shit. An, an honorable mention for me, pet peeve about Jill came up yesterday, ambiguous comments, because she was like, oh, it would be great if you, could you make me soup? And I was like, oh, I'll try. And I opened the fridge and there was nothing except zucchinis. So I was like, you know, I think I could like get something together. I make the soup. I taste it. I'm like, damn, like this is, this is good. I'm, I'm spending all day over the hot stove. I say, okay, yeah, come over and taste it. She comes over. She goes, oh, that's an interesting color. <laughs> expecting i guess because like the soups he's been making have been very vibrant in color and then uh, this one was like, green is vibrant green it was, is, it's a green soup i mean it's yeah. zucchini and yeah. dill and everything yeah. but yeah. I, uh, he's right that i should have been like oh my god amazing first and then <laughs> well, we're dealing with a fragile ego here folks Pat um, on his head first okay but uh my answer is gonna be and uh i hope we get this one right <clears throat> Volume of voice does not match relative volume of situation. Oh, see, you fucked this one up, yeah? No. My so biggest pet peeve oh. about you. You fucked it oh, up. I fucked it up. Oh, my God. oh my God. See, I think he's 
Uh, he's wrong. He's wrong. What read, is sweet? Read the text. Sorry, read the text. What is says, Matt and JD? What, what is, is your biggest, biggest pet peeve about, about your partner? partner? Who is who is Wait, JD's partner? I'm Rachel. Going back who is to Matt's this partner? Oh, yeah, I fucked it up too. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! <laughs> but is... I haven't answered. This is just like the next question that we're doing now instead. Well, then don't well, say don't it. Don't say okay, it. Okay, fine. Okay, would you, you have had... gotten that though? If you knew that, you would have gotten that. That is what I had in mind. I have it written down on my phone that that is my See, answer. And I my and I would have had warning. See, we both get a yeah, point for that. Yeah, but nobody but gets I, points. I have that answer written down for myself that it is that my voice is too loud. I, ha- I have like, I don't know what it is, but I cannot regulate the volume <laughs> of my voice. I can't. He looks at me all the time horrified and I'm like, am I talking too loud? He's like, you're literally screaming at me. I, I came back from yoga yesterday. It was like a hot yoga session. It's supposed to be all quiet. I come back, I'm screaming. And he's like... This how is are you even louder than before? I'm like I don't. I'm, she, my she whole, goes, I'll say it, this goes, is a family ailment. My whole family is so loud, and we have no idea how loud we are. Well, thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's true. That okay, one is. That it. one's true. Okay. Thank you for messing that up too. I, feel I know. Like we're soul sisters. Okay, I, I'm scared of what's going to happen here, Rachel and Jill. What is your partner's worst habit? Now, for okay, anyone listening, they would know that. You have Rachel, your partner's down. Jason, so you're about to tell us what Jason's worst habit is. Jill, I'm your partner. Yeah. You're about to tell me what my worst habit is. Yeah, so and I'm, I'm going to write down it. what you think my worst habit yeah, is. And okay. JD's going to write down what he thinks. Ra- oh, it's no, so no. obvious. Oh, no. it's, uh, yeah, I haven't I written mine down gonna, yet. So. So so there you go. Here. Okay, work. Rachel, what is JD's worst habit? Which is not a pet peeve. It's a habit. So what? What? Uh, what do you? what is his worst habit? <laughs> Okay, this habit, I mean, is it a habit? Yes, because it happens and he doesn't even notice it's happening and I'm sitting and it's driving me crazy. He lets the dog sit under him while he eats, like, <laughs> like literally in his lap and he'll just eat. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is why she fucking harasses me every time I have food because you've trained her to sit and beg in your lap and then mm. he'll give her some food. But I, oh, oh, hold well, on, that 80 pound dog sits on your lap while oh, you eat? Oh, she's not 80 pounds. She's, she's like 40. She's, like she's little. 40 pounds. Oh, she's she, little. Okay, so a 40 pound dog sits on your lap? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Okay, our hey. forty pound dog is driving me fucking nuts. He's just walking around. He's like he's like, I'm on podcast too. <laughs> he's got the spilkus. <laughs> he's got the spilkus. End stage spilkus. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love my dog. Is there is JD, what's what's that? your answer? Turn my that answer card is over. Letting Hazel bang. Yay! Oh, there you go. Game's tied. <laughs> now can we can we go ahead, wow. dear? Jill, One what is my worst quali- uh, habit? Um, I mean, yeah, this this one was difficult in the opposite <laughs> sense that I was thinking of so many. But I was also trying to think of one that you were going to identify. <laughs> Uh, you were gonna identify and so I think because it also does affect me sometimes is that he plays with his gum and it's um, I think it's what do you mean by that so he he, first of all he's a compulsive gum eater eats I mean I don't even know how many packs a day I know I'm on on two packs a day doc I can't cut down I mean it can't be good for you but I got the fluoride lung (laughs) compulsive gum eater but then he plays he'll take the chewed piece of gum out of his mouth and just play with it for I'm not even joking 
hours. Hours. He's pl- he'll set it down and come back to it. <laughs> do you do that with boogers so- as well, Matt? No, but I don't put it. No, I don't. I don't. And I don't put it back in my mouth, just to be clear. Yeah, he doesn't. Okay, that's better. I mean, that's <laughs> so that, that normal. Would that would be probably, yeah, it's normal. But yeah, that that's what I said. Okay, I was hemming and hawing between chewing my pen, which as you could see here, oh. I have chewed this one, which I, I literally, this is a new pen, just started it wow. uh, yesterday. Uh, because I also, I do that more, and I didn't want to admit to a new embarrassing habit, which I have started, which is playing with my gum. Hey. God damn it. You guys. I also say about the gum, how it affects me is that (laughs) (laughs) I do the laundry, and so I'll find it in his pocket. Oh, let's not overreact. It was on the couch the other because he fell asleep. Oh, this is when we first started dating again. We fell asleep together, and he was playing with his gum, and it was in my hair. He had to (laughs) cut a chunk of my hair out because there was gum in my hair. Which hair? That's the question. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) Worse. Gum. Wow. Uh, okay, well, I did have a tiebreaker, but looks like we don't woo! need it because we won. Congratulations, well deserved. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! I guess we should start talking to one another, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> really, where you tripped up was not in knowing each other; it was in understanding how the game works. <laughs> it's fair, Rachel. You and I are on the same page. Yes. You can't give me, like, simple instructions. I find it interesting that the two women were like, oh, two <laughs> opportunities to say th- uh, things that annoy me about my partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, double down. Double down. <laughs> I guess this is a case where the women didn't want to ask for directions. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, boy. What fun we're having. Uh, we do have a hard out, unfortunately, because uh, our cat has a UTI and we got to go on telehealth. She getting around and, uh, again. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the? Kitty Wells is a slut. Um, there's only one thing left to do, and that's play Subjective Trivia. So subjective trivia, it's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer, and this time it'll be very embarrassing if you don't get it, because you're supposed to know me better than anyone. You're supposed to be my best friend. Um, So we just played the newlywed game, which, uh, as we said, was famous for referring to sex as making whoopee. So today's question is, which of these old-timey euphemisms for having sex would I be most likely to use? Mm. Giving you a lot of options here, so if you need to write them down, feel free. Nookie, okay. hanky panky, knocking boots, uh-huh. rolling in the hay, horizontal mambo, or bumping uglies. So that again is nookie, hanky panky, knocking boots, rolling in the hay, horizontal mambo, or bumping uglies. Anyone have any thoughts? Well, I want to eliminate bumping uglies just mm-hmm. because I don't like it. <laughs> okay. And I hope that's not the case. No. 
And then the the two that stood out for me as possible contenders were Rolling in the Hay and then Knocking Boots because they both have kind of a cute country yeah. um, sway. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Matt's very into country music. And I have, I don't know. I mean, this isn't about me, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, kind of is. Like First time I've ever heard her say that. Okay. Uh, JD, Rachel, where are you leaning? Yeah, I like where um, Jill's going with this. Um, Rolling in the Hay, a little bit of a mouthful for you, I think. For me, for everybody. So I think I love the knocking boots idea. Like, uh, as you say, Jill, he's very much into country these days. Uh, It's kind of cute. It's not the bumpin' uglies. It's not... uh, Nookie is too limp biscuit, you know? Oh, true. Um, They reclaimed it. Hanky panky, a little old timey for Matt, I think. But knocking boots, I think... I think that's the one. Rachel, you have an opinion? My on instinct this? immediately was knocking boots. Okay. Yeah. I I think knocking boots. I think also his favorite Shania Twain song might be oh. Whose Bed Every Boots Been Under, so then that also Uh I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Alright, well you that's really <laughs> name all the time. <laughs> wouldn't say it's my favorite. Oh you're a favorite you're a Shania Twain fan? Name her name five of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> you're still the one, which is our wedding song. No, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we're ending it on a high note because the answer is knocking boots. Oh, yeah. And now that we got it right, that means that everyone listening can have sex on Valentine's Day. <laughs> if we got it wrong, respectfully, you should not have done that. I yes. should have said the stakes before, but I didn't. Um, okay, well, that's the show. But you know what? In a, in a, in a minute, because I wanted to end it on something nice. Um, let me find that question that I wanted to do. Ah, yes, from Tired Oxen. JD and Rachel. Maybe this isn't nice now that I think about it. <laughs> no, I think what do you miss about being Matt and Jill's age? And vice versa, Matt and Jill, what do you hope to have at JD and Rachel's age? Realizing that the women are younger in both relationships, but in general terms. So why don't we average out our age? We'll say uh, uh, being in your late 30s, and then for you, what do we hope to have uh, late 40s? How old are you, Matt? How far 42. Off? Okay, I'm 46. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're the same age, basically. I'm 33. Yeah, this whole question's <laughs> fucked up. I guess, okay, maybe maybe better put is, as the as a married couple with two kids, what yeah. do you miss about not that, uh, like your relationship, not that, and then we'll say what we hope to have. Well, just word. what, two days ago, Jason, you said, wait till these kids are out of the house and in college. <laughs> It's going to be a fuck fest in this house. That's <laughs> oh, right. God. Because it's very much... Uh, that, that's the, the, kind, the kind of sentiment that has children applying for early admission. <laughs> I miss when there was calm everywhere. <laughs> that's right. There's just... Uh, you got to be really selective because you don't want to traumatize anyone with that. Yeah. I mean... You don't need the springs rattling for children to hear. I grew up with that. I I've still should seek therapy because my parents were a little too busy. I would have friends over. We watching TV. Like get a new fucking bed. This is not okay. Yeah. It was uh, bef- sadly just before Tempur-Pedic was invented. Yes. That would have solved many many problems. Uh yeah, so um you don't have to worry about any of that. You do what you want when you want to. Yeah, it, it is the the one thing I'm looking forward to in the, the empty nest. Everything else I'm bummed about, but yeah. the fuck fest that's going to happen <laughs> is just going to be incredible. So happy okay, Valentine's well, Day! Happy Valentine's Day! Uh, 
Well, I would say, because I say it's easier for me to answer from a you guys perspective, but like, sure. yes, I, I, at that some point, you know, or soon-ish, I would like us to be married. I th- we agree that we'd like to have kids. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> for, I'm answering this for the first time here. <laughs> no more than two, which you have. Yeah. That's true. Right. Okay. 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 Um, and uh, I like I like the dynamic that you have with your kids and a uh, level of honesty. I don't know if my repressed self will be able to achieve that level of honesty uh, that you have with both the language and the things that you'll watch together on TV. Uh, you know, your kids are saying, Daddy, when can we watch Saltburn again? Uh, you know, I don't know if I'll be there. But... Um, yeah, trying to get that sort of honesty and, and not not like that cheesy shit where you're like, you know, I want to be friends with my kids. I no. still want to be a parent mm-hmm. to them, but an element of friendliness. Yeah. Uh, I One of the things I really admire about your family is like the shared sense of humor and sensibility and like comfortability, even like between you and your guys' dynamic, just how confident you are in your relationship and comfortable. I'm, I mean... You know, yeah, that's something that I really aspire to. And yeah, I mean, even just like kids and looking forward to how that will change the dynamic in our relationship, but also, you know, move us closer together. And, you know, I think about it a lot where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, our kid, our friends with kids say to us all the time, like, wow, it must be nice just like waking up at nine o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> and being like, what do you want to do today? I guess let's make brunch toast, you know, and like, that's one thing that they miss. But then... They also, you know, get to see one another be parents, which mm-hmm. I think is very exciting. So, yeah. yeah, very much looking forward to that. And and just even seeing, you know, like where our house is, like, you know, where we get to grow up together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of those things. I hope it's Our near f- us. <laughs> I'll say that over and over again. You guys will be wonderful parents and you are such a great couple. I'm so happy that all worked out. You're amazing. Oh, well, that's very well, It's all because nice. of you guys. Oh, yes. I'll take full yeah, it's credit. All full credit. It's all because of you. We owe it all to you. We owe it all to you. Uh, Jill, you don't want anyone to find you on social media, do you? No, not really. I'm okay. trying to get further and further away. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, she, she doesn't even have the Instagram app. She uses Instagram.com. Calm, folks. Wow. Uh, Rachel, do you want do you want to shout out your new handle? Is that where you I'm want people to go? I'm still trying to figure or? it out. I'm still. <laughs> well, why you created it? I though. know, but I was trying to like, okay, how can I promote the show in a way? And <laughs> it's a I work in to, progress. I need you to move here, Matt, so we can make content <laughs> okay. that I can put on there. Thank you. Well, Jill, <laughs> Jill doesn't want to move back to Atlanta. Talk to God her. Damn it, Jill. I'll be I'm not saying that I want to move back right now either. I'm just saying she she is an. Looking more attractive. Okay. Okay. Too too bad we don't have more time to talk about interest rates. Support the show, (laughs) patreon.com slash is this good. Send topics to is this good pod at gmail.com. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Take a deep breath. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Rachel and Jill for coming on. Uh, Rachel, you were amazing as always. Jill, thanks for sharing your maiden podcast voyage with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks in advance. Okay, now stop talking. Uh, Thanks in advance for leaving a five-star review for everyone. I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. Happy Valentine's Day! Day.